0: the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.
1: Hey, everybody. Before you get into today's podcast, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle. It's a brand new program where you can host your own podcast at BlueWire. You can be just like me. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Now, it might not get to dropping the gloves level. It might be better. I don't know. Now, here's your chance. As a part of the program, you receive a personal cover art, Q&As with BlueWire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. So many tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher. I don't even know what Stitcher is, but we will get your stuff pushed out there. And the best part is it's only 15 bucks a month. We pay 15 bucks a month for for Blue Wire to do this. So you're going to get the same deal as I do. It's unbelievable. So whether you're just starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to level up your sports experience to apply, go to bwhustle.com slash blue wire. Acceptance is limited. They're not just going to take everybody. So you got to have a good idea or a good podcast. So get in there. Check out the description box to find out more. That's bwhustle.com slash join. All right. Welcome to Dropping the Gloves, everybody. We got a special episode. Now, I don't usually do interviews. I, I, I actually d- despise them. But when I know a guy's got a good personality, he's got a good head of hair on him, and he's just showing the floor right now. I got to get him on the show. So, Tyler Myers, thanks for joining us. How are you doing, Myzy?
0: Good. Good to see you again, Johnny. The,
1: the big guy. Now, qu- first question. Have you ever played with someone who has been taller than you other than me
0: no no and are, are are you taller than me stop it pretty sure i got you by a half inch at
1: least do we need to restart the show there's not a chance <laughs> you're taller than me unbelievable i got you by like an inch and a half and by like 60 pounds what are you like to well I'll,
0: I'll give you the weight but not the height
1: how tall are you <laughs> Uh, it's right at six eight, I think I'm six eight and a half. So I have you by a half oh, an gosh. inch. <laughs> uh, so how you doing, my friend? Long time no see. What's going on? Not too much. Uh, just getting ready for for the
0: year to finally get going. Uh, it's nice to you know kind of jump back into a little bit of a normal schedule, even though you know we don't have normal fan base right now. But uh, it's it's good to get back going after what's going on in the last eight months.
1: Yeah, what's the vibe like in the room? So when you skate, is it the whole team or is it just a group of you guys? How's that working?
0: Right now it's just the, you know, we call it the the local group. So it's all the guys who uh, have been based in BC that didn't have to quarantine or guys who have already come into town and finished their quarantine. So we got about, you know, there's eight or nine of us, and then there's two other groups of, you know, guys – who came in just from other parts of Canada and then guys who have come in from the States and Europe who have to serve a 14 day quarantine before camp gets going.
1: Nice. So what do you, what do you think? You guys finished the season strong. You got such a young team. Well, what's, what's the goals this year? What are you guys working on? Um, you know,
0: obviously the goal is the same for every team jumping in each season, but, um, you know, with as young of a team as we have, I think the experience that we got last year and um, for those guys to experience some playoff hockey this summer, you know, I think that in itself would, you know, will, you know, take those guys to another level. You know, our, our young guys are the drivers of our team. Um, you look at the guys that we have, they're, you know, they're our best players. So, um, you know, they're not just good on the ice. They're really good kids off the ice. They're a lot of fun to to hang around. And, uh, you know, we have a really good room. And I think uh, the guys, you know, if you look at our season last year, we really got to know our system that much better by the end. So I think uh, with a lot of the same guys coming back this season, uh, we should be able to, you know, be a little bit further along than we were to start the year last year with that stuff.
2: So Tyler, we uh, we teased out a few hours ago that we we're going to be interviewing you tonight and uh, wanted to see what questions the fans had. And the first one actually throws it back way back to your juniors days in in Kelowna. Um, you played four years there, right? And, and you've had some, you among other, some pretty good NHL defensemen have come out of that system like Edler, Shea Weber, Duncan Keith. Talk a little bit about just, you know, what your time was like there and how you kind of helped you develop your game. Yeah, I, I mean, you look at, you know, you look at the Kelowna
0: Rocket history. There's, you know, they seem to, you know, breed defensemen. Edler <laughs> uh, was actually my. Uh, I got called up as, uh, during my underage year, and he was actually my D partner for the for the two months that I, I spent at the end of that year. Uh, so we had got a. We had a little bit of experience before I got to Vancouver, and then uh, you know, of course, you look at guys like. Shea Weber and Duncan Keith, like you mentioned, and Josh Georges who had a great career and you know I know I'm forgetting a lot of other names, but uh you know i, I said uh I said to our coaches because we still keep in our junior coaches we still keep in touch uh, over the years, and even the owner of uh, the rockets and and Bruce Hamilton like uh, I spent my first few years in Buffalo and I would go back for the summer and I would you know be talking to them and um You know, it really was amazing to realize, you know, they they run the ship like, you know, just like an NHL team would. And I think, uh, you know, I think that's what helps guys develop so well in Kelowna. I think that's why they have the reputation that they have. Um, You know, I think you're as prepared as you can be, you know, trying to make that that jump to, to pro hockey.
1: So here's my question because this, this happened to me. I was a defenseman. I wasn't overly tough. What the WHL is known as like a fighting league, right? That, that's what it's known for. It's called the jungle. When I, when I got drafted into the OHL, everyone's like, oh my gosh, wait till you, you know, at least you're not in the WHL. Did you ever get pressured? You're a big guy. Apparently you're bigger than I am. That's, that's what I've heard. Did you ever get pressured to like fight? Like you're, you're a big dude. Use your range. Like, let's go. This could be an asset to your game. I did never happen?
0: did. I, you know what? I never felt pressure to fight. Um, I think it was a little bit more of a jungle. You know, the thirty years. Uh, you know, before you know, before I played. You know, back when you were in junior. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so when I got there, it was, you know, it's still, uh, you know, it was it was a bit more of a skating league, and I think that's what I just tried to use.
1: <laughs> no, there had to be tough guys when you were there. Stop it, because <laughs> wasn't like it wasn't. I'm not that much older, am I? I don't even know. No, because like, when I was growing up, when I came into the league, everybody tough came out of the dub. Like it was Wade Beale, yeah, no, it was were, Steve McIntyre, Boogard.
0: Yeah, yeah, the boogeyman. He was scary. <laughs> um, he, uh, you know oh, what? Nope. I played. I played against his brother.
1: Who Aaron, was just, yeah.
0: just as tough, and um, I, I, I'm blanking on what team he was on, but um, well, I you, think he, if I remember, he was the last real tough guy uh, when I jumped into the WHL. I, you know that, you know that that generation before me, like uh, you know Shea Weber, Josh Georges, uh, Blake Como, you know, uh, you know Alex uh, Edler. He, you know, that team that uh, those guys run the, the three or four years that they played, uh, I think it definitely was a bit of a tougher league than, than when I jumped in. And then by the time I left it, you know, it, it definitely was drifting, you know, out of the game, uh, a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Cause we did, a we did a little poll and we, we, it was with our fans. We're like, who would be the best player in a pickup hockey game, you know, out, out of anybody in the NHL. And I picked you, I was like, no contact. Tyler Myers can use his speed, <laughs> use his body. You could never take the puck off of him. And I'm just—I was just thinking, like, I wonder if Mize had ever been asked along the way to like get mean because you're not a mean guy, you know? Yeah. You're a respectful player. It's never been a part of your game. No coach has ever pressured you because coaches all the time be like, "You got to be a prick out there, John. If you want to make it, you got to be a prick." Maybe I just wasn't as skilled as you were. Well, you definitely weren't that, Tim. You mute know, yourself. I
0: think- I think, uh, you know, I've had coaches and and peers, you know, encourage me to play physical, but, um, you know, I, I never got that. You got to fight, you know, uh, pressure. Uh, I never experienced that. And I think, you know, I, you know, looking back, I, you know, I've developed more of a physicality in my game, um, as my career has gone on and, uh, you know, looking back, I probably could have been pressured a little bit more to just you know play a little bit meaner when I was younger you know i've 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 had to learn that uh you know myself just because you know like you said i'm I'm a big guy, but you know i'm a, I'm a bit of a gentle giant and, mm-hmm. um, so you know i've the last couple of years i've really tried to you know add that part to my game uh to become more of a complete player but yeah the pressure to fight. Uh, you know, it, it, I never really got that, and I I can't really tell you exactly why. You know, but
1: uh, yeah, well, I can tell you why. It's because you're probably putting up a point a game, and you don't need to fight. <laughs> like it's no, I wasn't a good hockey player, but if your coach, who's your coach now in Vancouver, Travis, Green. Travis, if Green. Travis wants me to come out and work with you guys specifically, you, I will.
0: I'll I'll let him know that for sure.
1: For an amount, you know, we'll have to discuss that. <laughs> My services are pretty unique. I, I train guys only 6'8 and higher, and we we, we, we just – that's all we do. But I'd love to come out to Vancouver. It'd be great. But, no, anyways, I think it's interesting. I'm glad you didn't go that route because you're such a fun guy to watch out there. It really is a, a pleasure. Yeah, you're welcome, Tyler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so, Tyler, you were drafted first over or first round, 12th overall, and uh, the Sabres actually traded up to get you from the Kings, which must must have felt pretty nice. Uh and you and you joined the team when those that kind of old core was really in their prime with Derek Roy and Pominville, Vanek, uh Tim Conley putting up some big numbers. I think you guys won like 45 games that year. What was it like to kind of come into a crew that was just so uh so good? And how did they help you kind of adjust to the in the NHL right away?
0: Well, the guys were great. Um, you know, we had a really good room. Uh I think as a you know, I was only 19 years old. I was a little not a little, I was Quite oblivious to, you know, just everything around me, and you know, I was I was just so happy to be a part of the NHL, and uh, you know, I didn't, you know, you never think about line combos. I didn't even know there were line combinations when I jumped. <laughs> so <you laughs> know, I was just I was just happy to be there. You know, we're winning games. I was like, oh, this is great. This must happen every you know this you know every team must be this exciting and then you know you go through some tough years a few years later and you realize <laughs> it's it's not always going to be you know glamorous so you, you know you got to really put in the work every year
2: yeah i mean you put up 48 points that year and you won the Calder trophy i mean how did, how did it all kind of come together so well your rookie year um
0: you know i had uh you know, with coaches like Lindy and James Patrick, you know, they, you know, they let me, uh, you know, I, they let me play freely. Uh, you know, like you said, with all those guys that we had, we had a really good team. Uh, we had a complete team. Um, you know, I thought we under, underachieved in the playoffs that year, but uh, you know, you, you list off all those guys from my rookie year. We had a, we had a pretty special group and uh, you know, I won't get in, into too much of it, but, uh, you know, I wish they would have kept a lot of those guys around a little bit longer. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you, rattle off those names. We had my rookie year, not just, you know, the top three or four big names. We had some really, really good depth players. Um, you know, Clark MacArthur, Paul Gosted, uh, Dan Paye. you know, those guys You know, are off the top of my head right now, but, um, we had a, re- a lot of really good players and, you know, I think you know having as good of a team that we did made the adjustment that much easier for me.
2: Yeah, sure. And then uh, I so yeah, I wanted to ask about you've had a couple of scuffles with the Bruins over the years, and and I was watching some highlights, some video earlier. One with Chara, who took uh, exception to a hit you laid on uh, Carlson Kuhlman. And was there any part of you that thought you might tussle with him, or or there's no chance in heck you guys were going to get to drop the gloves together? Um.
0: Well, I mean, like, that's what we just kind of talked about. Like, uh, you know, the the hit that led to that little scuffle, you know, that's kind of something that, you know, I was focusing on last year to try and get more physical as a bigger guy and to kind of add more of that element to my game. And then, you know, uh, you see Big Z coming over after the hit and you're like, okay, we're <laughs> we're in it. So, you know, you just have to... You know, those times come around and you just have to accept it and, and jump into it. And, you know, I found out pretty quick the first, uh, you know, the first couple se- – and it didn't last long, but the first couple seconds, you know, you really feel how strong the big guy is.
1: He didn't yeah. jump in when I buried Louis Erickson center ice, Tim. We'll just say that. <laughs> he had his chance. He just let – he let McQuaid come after me. I'll just say – I'll just leave it at that, Big Z, the joke. <laughs> one guy,
2: one guy you did fight Tyler was Bergeron, who's not a guy who drops the gloves very often. How did that happen?
0: Yeah, you know what? I remember the fight. It was in Boston. Uh, I can't, I can't remember how it started. One, one of us, one of us did something to the other, and the other guy got pissed off and turned into a shoving match. I think, and then we ended up just dropping the gloves right away. So uh yeah that was a bit of a a strange one but uh you know a lot of respect for that guy um it's just funny that we got into a
2: fight (laughs) it is yeah um and then obviously john scott comes in 2012 how did that kind of
1: (laughs) and just ruins the team (laughs) (laughs) they were so good before (laughs) all that depth
2: Yeah. I mean, how did that change like especially, you know, you being a skilled guy knowing that you kinda had some some toughness <laughs> and size uh to take to take that kind of weight off your shoulders.
0: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, Johnny, we never really talked about it, but like uh, you know, having you on the team and being able to, you know, see how you handled those situations because you got into them a lot. Um, you know, us being very similar in height. Uh, You know, that's probably the starting point of how I tried to, you know, really watch how you handled it and see if I can, you know, start incorporating a little bit of that at least into into my
1: game. Yeah, I didn't fight much. I figured when I did fight, I would really try to work someone over so I didn't have to fight. That was my thing. I didn't enjoy it. It's not something I went out looking for. So yeah. First couple of fights of the year, I'd really try to beat someone up. And then I would just try to coast after that and just play the game. But now it was it was a bad year, our first year in Buffalo. You know, it was a it was a tough start. They shipped everybody out, and then I think Patty Lafontaine came in, and then he left. Rolston got fired. Teddy Nolan came in. Didn't I think he might have got fired? It was just a mess of a year, and we had Stanley I that's what Makes
0: it tough too is like when you have that much turnover. It's it, I I thought personally i thought that made it a lot harder for us to try and turn it around uh it seemed like guys were you know not just guys on the team you know management positions and coaches were you know we were flip-flopping those positions you know it seemed like every few months so i thought I, i thought that made it tough
2: yeah so, and then, uh, yeah, you're part of a huge blockbuster trade to Winnipeg that sends you and Drew Stafford and uh, Brendan Lemieux out to Winnipeg, and then you got the Evander Kane coming back along with some other players. What was that kind of like? Did that take you, like, t- totally by surprise? What were your expectations heading over to Winnipeg?
0: Um, the, the trade wasn't surprising. Uh, I just hadn't heard any, anything about Winnipeg. That was the surprising part um so, who did you hear
1: what teams did you think were in on you
0: i mean these you know i have no idea if there's any uh credibility to these rumors but you know i was hearing anaheim detroit um i think la uh i think there were a couple others i can't remember but i i never i never heard winnipeg yeah they were they were never uh i never heard them as a rumor.
1: 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Thank goodness. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly. So you could focus on hiring that person that you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, indeed gives you full control of payment over your hiring and you only pay for what you need. And you can pause at any time. There are no long term, not long term contracts. And now indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job criteria. And you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job making indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do right now indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts which means more quality candidates will see it fast this is only for our show try indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash blue wire this is our best offer anywhere go right now to indeed.com slash blue wire offer is valid through december 31st terms and conditions apply the NBA is back in action, and football is heading into the playoffs. Bills, baby, first place, AFC champions. Suck on that one, Billichick. You might not be at the game this year, but you can be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word. Bet Online, they are your online sportsbook experts. One, two, three,
2: And then you played quite a bit with, with big buff there, um, who's obviously a super talented guy. And I I'm kind of curious with him having a pretty unique playing style and how quickly he gets up and down the ice, especially for a guy, his size, like as his D partner, do you have to play a little bit differently or are the coaches kind of giving you tips on how to be his D partner that you have to adjust your game a little bit?
1: Um, I don't, I
2: don't think so. You know, uh,
0: you know, you talk about a naturally gifted, you know, hockey player. This, this guy was unbelievable. Uh, you know, he, he didn't have to do much to be the strongest guy in the room to be, you know, to be able to move the way he did on the ice at his size. I mean, you know, look at him in the room, he looks like a, you know, offensive lineman. So (laughs) it's just, he, he was defying the odds, uh, all the time, but, um, you know when when Buff was really on his game, uh, you know a lot of people looked at him as this rover who was just kind of all over the place. But you know when when Buff was really at the top of his game, if you you know if you ISO cammed him and you really watched him, yeah, he was. You know it seemed like he was all over the place, but he he was never out of position. He, he was he was always in defensive position. Uh, allowing himself to defend properly. Um, but, you know, I, I can understand how people would think he's kind of well, playing both forward and deep.
1: Yeah, you know, I see. I, I feel like if you take that, it's you're like him. You, I, I think you guys are very similar. You know what I mean? And I played with you. I played with Buff in the summer. We, we trained together. I, I played with Brent Burns for quite a while. I think you three guys are so similar where it's like, if you take that out of your game, you're not good. You know? oh,
0: yeah, it, exactly. I think it's what makes, you know, those guys as good as they are is, is the way that they are able to be all over the ice. Yeah, I, I was just more like, uh, you know, when Buff was, you know, being the best version of Buff, he would do that. And, you know, people would see that, but it'd be hard to notice how good he was defensively, too. So, you know, I, I don't think he got enough credit in terms of that. Uh, and then you obviously add in, you know, how hard he hit guys. It was just, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun playing with him.
1: No, oh, I I've <laughs> never tried to hit someone harder than I tried to hit buff and he just didn't even move. Like just I, I would come firing out at the blue line and just try to bury him. And he would just laugh at me like Johnny, get out of here. Like beat it. How fun was it to watch him just destroy guys every single night? Like he would, he would take people's souls with their hits. Like, yeah. was it, his, would, would he do it in practice to guys who would get out of no. hand? No, never, never. <laughs> Just Barry Shifley because he was scoring too many goals. <laughs> you would you would have to get
0: Buff really mad for him to start hitting guys in practice, but uh, uh, you know, yeah, like the one hit that comes to mind is the you know the Mark the Mark Stone hit. I in think playoffs. It, it it was I don't think it was in playoffs because it was uh, he was still in Ottawa at the time.
1: Okay, <sighs> and
0: Buff. <laughs> I think Buff had fallen down behind the play. So he was la- like laying on the ice in, the, in, in our D zone and the play had moved to our offensive zone and they got the puck and uh, Mark got a pass flying down the, the boards along the, our penalty box at home. And Buff was now skating out of the D zone. So they were, it was, it was a head on collision, but Mark had no idea that Buff was still down there. And it's it's kind of funny because, you know, Buff's such a character. He, you can hear him. He's trying to warn Mark as he's skating. He's like, get your head up, get your head up.
1: No way. Really?
0: He's he's trying to let him know he's coming, but he's not, he's not going to let up on the hit. Yeah. Just letting him know he's there. And then you know it, it happened so fast he he didn't see him, and it, I think it was the biggest hit I've ever seen. It was it was <laughs> it was kind of scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best part is afterwards didn't like three auto guys come towards him and he just like dummies them all. That's what I yeah. love about those big hits. He's like someone's gonna come and take care of Buff, and he's probably the toughest guy in the league. You know what I mean? Like he's so strong. Yeah, like he he doesn't even
0: have to you know throw a bomb in a fight. He's just so strong. He'll. He'll end it right away with just manhandling you.
1: Yeah, he's got yeah. man strength, and everybody's a man out there, and he still makes him look like little boys. It's. Do you think he's going to play again? Like I, I'm friends with Buff, I, I I'm fairly close with him. Do you think he's coming back? I think he's done. I do not think he's coming back. Oh, I thought you were going to say I do not think he's done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he slow played it. Oh, I was like, <laughs> yes. <sighs> Yeah, I think he's done, too. Buff was a guy who liked hockey. He didn't love it. You know, he enjoyed playing it with the boys, having a couple drinks. He didn't love the the business of it, so I I don't think he's going back, which is sad because he was – when he was on, man, he was one of the most funnest guys to watch.
0: Yeah, he he really was. He he was one of the most polarizing NHLers ever, I think.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Did you guys feel like you didn't win a cup? You should have won a cup in Winnipeg? You had the team there. I picked you guys two straight years.
0: I thought I thought we had the team to do it for sure. Um, that The year that we went pretty far and we lost against Vegas, uh, that was a tough loss. I thought, you know, uh, game four, I think, was the turning point for them because, you know, I think uh, Fleury stole game four for them mm-hmm. and that, you know, ultimately, I think, for that reason, they, that stole the series for them. You know, I think if we, cause we were, we were all over them in game you four. You dominating. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, and that was, they were up two one. So we needed that win to, to tie the series. And I think if that series was two, two going in back home, it, it would have been a different outcome, but, uh, you know, that one hurt for sure. And then the next year, uh, you know, you know, we obviously underachieved, you know, we ran into, uh, you know, the team we lost to ended up winning the cup that year. So yeah, uh, that that just goes to show you this league is so close and you know, like any team can win on any given night.
1: Yeah. Well, exactly. This, this last playoff, something like Colorado is going to walk to the cup. You know what I mean? It's all over. Yeah, And, and then all of a sudden it just doesn't happen. So you become a free agent the first time in your career, right? Yep. So why Vancouver? What, what was the draw there? Did you, I'm sure you had dozens of offers. Like it's not often a six foot eight guy who can move the puck and skate, like the wind comes on the market. So why Vancouver? Well, you
0: know, like for obvious reasons, it's close to home. Um, You know, it's, uh we have a lot of family, you know it's Western Canada. we have a lot of family uh, around and my wife is so close to home it it's really good for her and our son um you know on top of that it's a great city, you know, as you know, like all the guys in the league love to come and play on the road in vancouver um mm. and then uh you know, I really liked you know that aside you know when you get into the hockey part, I really liked the the young core that we have and You know, i I was uh, that can. You know, it confirmed what I thought about the young core pretty quick. Into when I got here, you know, you look at guys like uh, you know Quinn and uh, PD and Bess, and um, you know, I know I'm missing some guys, but uh, you know, I I really like our young guys, and I think it. You know, I said before, but I think the experience we had uh, this past year will only help them take a step and. You know, for us guys who've been around a little bit, you know, we'll we'll help them out as much as we can because, you know, they're, they're our drivers, you know, like I said.
1: Is Brock Besser the most handsome man in the NHL?
0: <laughs> you know, you've obviously seen the uh, Prince Charming comparisons.
1: I have not. I, I skated with him in the summer for a few years when he was in high school. He would come out. There was this kid with the cage on just lighting a lamp and then he would take his bucket off, and I'd be like, "This is not fair." <laughs> like he's absolutely gorgeous. Like he's just—he's one of those guys who just like—I'm straight, but when he walks into a room, like, you know what? Not Might maybe. <laughs> I have to like question myself real quick. I'm like, no, 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 no. I got six kids. I'm straight. I'm straight. But he's just—you know—he's just a handsome dude. So that being said, what? You guys got, I think, out of all the, the new the new formats, the teams in the divisions, you guys got the short end of the straw, I think. I feel like if you're in the Western Division, you walk away with it. There's a, a lot of duds in California who aren't going to compete. You guys were hitting your groove. You can compete with, you know, the other team in that division. Now you're stuck in the Canadian Division. I still think you're one of the primo teams, but you got to travel, and it's insane. Have they given you any indication on how they're going to do these games? Like, are you going to do... Ten games out east and come back or what's that gonna look like? Uh,
0: you know what? I was just looking at our schedule for the first time today. Uh-huh. It's gonna be very much like baseball style. Okay. So yeah, we'll play uh you know, I don't think we'll be gone more than you know, ten days at a time, but you know, we'll also be home for a while. You know, we might yeah. have two we might have two teams come in and we play you know, we play a total of six games against those two teams. So, uh, you know, th- I think that's how they'll limit the travel. We'll travel, we'll play a few games, and then we'll go somewhere else. Um, so, you know what, this suggest- this uh, format was actually suggested uh, by, I think, uh, uh, Johnny Taves um, a couple of years ago, going to more of a baseball format to try and save uh, save energy, and uh, you'd be able to continue uh, back to backs uh, with more energy because you're not traveling uh, after the first game. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, you know, I'm more just happy to jump kind of back into a normal annual schedule. Hopefully, you know, next season starts you know around the same time as, as you know it usually does.
1: Stings the pocketbook a little bit too. Oof, da. 20%, 30% Micey, ouch. <laughs> Owie, whammy, as we would like to say. <laughs> <laughs> so are you looking forward to any rivalries? Who, who do you got your number on that you're really going to try to work on this year? Because you're playing every team seven years. Let's stir up some controversies. Are you? Did you just say you're going to try to take out Kachuk or McDavid? <laughs> just end their career.
0: You know – you know, uh, like like you had just mentioned, I think the Canadian vision is is extremely competitive. Uh, you know, I think all the Canadian teams, you know, you know, even when you look at uh, at at Ottawa, who didn't have a very good you know standings year last year, you know, you you talk to guys around the league, they were tough to play against. You know, um, but there's a lot of good Canadian teams, and I think uh, you know each team is going to be in real tough to make playoffs this year. We, you know, a hot start is definitely going to help, um, in terms of rivalry, uh, you know, it, it's hard to talk about a, you know, a flame or an oiler because they have such a heated yeah you know, battle of Alberta rivalry. So do you, you feel know, a little
1: they, personal animosity with Winnipeg when you go there, or is that just water under the bridge?
0: No, I, you know, and I, I was close to all those guys. I don't, you know, of course I'd like to beat them. Um, uh, you know, don't, don't have any, uh, hard, hard feelings for the organization or anything like that. But, you know, I think when Seattle comes into play, uh, you know, I think that could turn into a big rivalry with Vancouver.
1: That would be nice. A little geographical. I just remembered, is Louis Erickson on your team still? He is. Yeah. Can you tell him I'm, 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 I apologize again. You know, I, I still Will feel bad. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I'm just being, <laughs> just teasing. Lou, Lou is, Lou is the nicest guy in the world. I'm good. I'm glad he's doing well. Cause I thought I would really ended his career, but anyways, anything else, Tim, you want to ask Mr. You Myers? Got,
2: I got two more quick questions, Tyler, and then I'll throw it back to John to close it out. Uh, who has been the favorite D partner of your NHL
1: career? Ooh. Oh, you've got some good cool. ones. Myzy. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: I have to give a shout out to my first D partner. It was, uh, Hank Kalinder. He was, wow. he was unreal.
1: He was good.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, typical, typical sweet could skate like the wind, uh, really good puck mover. And he was, a you know, he was a veteran when I came in as a 19 year old and he was, he was awesome to have, um, you know to kind of help me along the way as a D partner uh to start my career uh but uh a lot of other good you know really good ones you know Alex being one of them uh Toby Enstrom these are all sweets. weird you know
1: that is like, funny who's your who's your partner like, now
0: uh up in the air you know we, we I played with a whole bunch of different guys last year just along with you know all the other guys so uh, I'm sure we'll flip flop around again this year. Um, you know, I played a lot with Fattenberg last year. Another Swede. You know, really enjoyed playing with him. Um, ben Sherratt, Benny Sherratt was a great D partner. Yeah, he's a good uh, We were partnered together. Uh, you know, a lot for that uh, cup run we had in Winnipeg. So, um, you know, I've I've been pretty lucky. I've had a lot of good D partners.
2: All right, last question is, who do you think is the most underrated teammate you've ever had?
1: Present company excluded. (laughs) That's a good question. Um, Good one, Tim. One for 10. One for 10. I'm trying to think
2: here.
0: Underrated teammate.
1: Fans love this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: this, this is tough. Oh my it's God. too
1: hard of a question. It really is. I hate when people ask questions like this where you have to think. Yeah. Because um, you go through all the rosters, you're like, who's underrated?
2: Who, who did you say, John, when I asked you? Jeez,
1: I, can't even,
0: I can't even put a name in my head right now. I said um,
1: Marion Hosa from Buffalo. I would say Jason Palmerville was underrated. He was such a good player and he never got his due. But yeah,
0: I mean, I had, maybe that's why I I had Palmer, you know, higher than a guy that uh, you maybe overlooked, but yeah, you're, you're probably right. He probably didn't get the recognition that he,
1: that he deserved. Where he was like a top five guy in my eyes for years and everyone just kind of overlooked him because he was in Buffalo. But yeah, there's so many guys who, who should have gotten a little more. Yeah. Marion host, I still think was the most over underrated player ever. I thought he was a superstar and he never got treated like it, but anyways, no. All right, Z. <laughs> well, I don't want to keep you anymore. I'm sure you got to go measure how tall you are and look yourself in the mirror and say I'm taller than John. I get it. It's <laughs> hey, you're not taller than I am. Okay. Like, let's just put that to bed right now. It's I might
0: have to go measure myself and send it to you and see what see what we got. You're gonna be six eight, and I'm six eight
1: and a half, six eight and three quarters, maybe six nine. Well, you don't you don't have big Z. No, 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 I don't. But I'm heavier That's, than he is. I think, yeah,
0: I think Big Z's hit, I think he hit the 6'9", Mark.
1: He's 6'9", I'm 6'8 and a half, three quarters, and you're 6'8". What do you, look, honestly, though, when you jump on the scale, 223 pounds, that's what you are.
0: Wow, that's impressive, Johnny. Are you? Pretty, pretty close. I would say, <laughs> I would say I've put on a little bit more since we've since we played, but, you know, I, I'm anywhere from 225 to
1: 230. That's, yeah, that's a good weight for you. That's a good one. You got to so move true. around. Yeah. I was 265. I just feel like that's that's the difference between our game. I remember
0: we, you could do more pull-ups than me, though.
1: Well, I only had to do two, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not hard to be one, Mizey. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> It's the long levers, you guys. Let's get on. In college, they're like, we're going to do the bench press. You got to bench your weight. My first three years, I'm like, I'm not even going to do this. I can't even put up 185, Not let alone 250. Like, what am I even doing here? My senior year, I, like, bounced it off my chest and caved it in. <laughs> got one. But it's like, we, we don't need the bench press. We squat like yeah, animals, and we can, you know, we hold our own.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: All right, big boy. Well, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Good luck this year. Uh, we'll be in touch. We'll probably uh, reach out again and maybe get you on the show. This was a blast, my friend. Sounds
0: good. Good to see you again,
1: Johnny. Nice yeah, to meet you. So. Yeah, you too. Say hi to the wife for me. Will do. Say hi to the family. See ya. That was great. Tyler Myers. I am blown away. That was one of the better interviews we've ever had, I think. I like that guy. You know what? What did I tell you? Honest, good answers, you know, ch- charming. He's just a good dude.
2: And you know what? Like he's such a good player, but he, he doesn't get asked to do stuff like this all the time. So you're hearing some stories and opinions that you haven't heard before, too.
1: Yeah, there was a couple things where I was like, "Really?" Is you know, the teams that were pursuing him? What Tim? How,
2: well, did you catch his little his little line about Buffalo about not wanting to get into it? But yeah, this is this is like the fourth or fifth player we've had who's been on that team. Gerby said something. Ryan Miller, obviously, we had at least one other. That are well, like,
1: mm, it, well, it's funny how the GM ruins something. You know, yeah. they had a good coach in Lindy Ruff. The GM just ruins it. And it's like, it really is too bad. Darcy Regeer, he did a lot of good things, but obviously he messed things up with Jason Roy. And um, gosh, who was the other guy you let walk?
2: Derek Roy, Drury. Derek Brie- Roy and, and Briere hey, Brie- and Drury. Brian
1: Campbell. Well, it wasn't Campbell, but there was some things that happened where he offered a contract to Drury and Roy and they signed it and they sent it back to Buffalo and Buffalo just sat on it for a few months. Didn't sign the contract. The season went on and they were destroying the season and the players were like, you know what, rip that contract up. We're done. And they went on to sign big deals in other places. Wa went somewhere and Briere went to Philadelphia, I think. So that is what I think everyone is insinuating about where they could have had this powerhouse team for years and years and years, but they didn't do it like the, the GM messed it up. So. It, it is funny. Every guy we talked to in Buffalo who was on that team, we're like, you know what? It, it could have been really, really good, but and then they just stop. It's it's interesting, but no, good good interview. I like that. Tyler Myers coming out of nowhere, you should good have guy him again for sure. We'll get him on midway through the season. I think that'd be nice to kind of get a check in, see how he's doing, see how the travel's doing, if it's working out. Did you? I didn't know the the schedule got released.
2: I didn't either. I wonder if it's only for him. Like they haven't released it publicly yet.
1: Yeah, my guy Johnny
2: I, T, friend of the show. Is there any chance he's even the same height as you? Let alone taller? He's not taller. He's he's shorter, one hundred percent.
1: So he's definitely not even equal with you. No, he's six foot eight. I'm six eight and three quarters. I thought he was like six seven. You're six eight. I thought he was six seven as well. I think six eight is you know tippy toe in it. Yeah, but no, I'm six eight in three quarters. Tim, thank you very much. I'll go, Are I'll, you really? I'll, I am. Cross my heart, hope to die. Stick a needle in my eye do it right now but anyways thank you Tyler Myers again for coming on thank you Tim for being so prepared Tim we message back and forth on zoom and he's like Tyler's getting bored you have to start asking
2: questions (laughs) (laughs) you're always like I got nothing you got the next
1: one I didn't think he was getting bored I thought it was good questions
2: yeah I just don't know
1: him like you do well I don't know it's it's funny to pick up right where you left off because honestly the last time I talked to that guy was probably five six years ago like actually have a conversation with him because he gets traded. We see him along the way and I, you know, talk to him before the game chit chat in warm ups. That's about it. And then he comes on the show and he's great, you know, and you just jump right back into it. So it just goes to show you hockey players are the best. Most of them, there's some duds out there, but for the most part, everybody's really good. And I'm not going to steer you wrong listeners, fans of the show. I'm not going to get a guy on here. Who's an absolute dud. You know, I'm not going to get someone on just for the namesake. I'm not going to go out there and get a big name and just have a dud of an interview. We had a guy, do an interview when we didn't even air it because i didn't like it i said i'm not releasing this right tim yes
2: yes we did That's too we're bad. still
1: we're still sitting on that one i don't even like the interview so i'm not going to release it it was a no. it was just a bust a complete bust and he's a well-known player i don't think i even have it anymore it's gone i think everybody in north america would know this name without a doubt he played for a decade won a stanley cup
2: and it's it, a very it, very just polarizing the headlines yeah
1: yeah it would have made headlines but I, I was just like no I'm not gonna do it Anyways, Tim, you look tired. You look like you need some rest. It's been a long day. Yeah, I hear you. What are you going to do tomorrow? You got the week off.
2: Yeah, I got tomorrow is going to be a lot of chores. I got to go to the bank. I got to get my car fixed. I got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm going to try to knock off my to-do list tomorrow. Fix
1: that door handle.
2: Yeah, that's one of the things we're going to get looked at. You got to just buy a new car.
1: I need new tires too. Ooh, that's going to set you back around 500 bones. At least. Yeah, I'm tired. I just put new tires on my wife's car. It's so annoying. Then they're like, "You need new brakes." I think like, I'm not putting brakes on. Should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Should be fine. Coast to coast to a stop, honey. <laughs> <You> we <know>, got <laughs> six kids. We got to be smart with our spending. But anyways, <laughs> any call me tomorrow, Tim. We'll we'll do some.
2: Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Want to get lunch. Can we? No, I'm busy. But yeah, you're, you're so mean
1: to me. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody have a good weekend. We will have a good new year's. This is our last episode before the new year's.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: All right. Have a good new year's. Be responsible. Drink safe. Tim, how many kisses have you had at new year's the ball job? How? I don't know. Too many, not enough. Too many to count. Not enough. I remember when I was a kid, it was like the big thing. It's like, we got to kiss someone at new year's. I think I, I, I did it once. Maybe. You know, and it was just such a, it's so funny how it's such a thing when you're in high school, you're like panicking about it. And then you just, it never comes to fruition. it's just like, this stinks. I spent like the last three hours trying to kiss someone at midnight and it didn't even happen. (laughs) (laughs) It's ruined my whole night. It's lame. Go to bed. (laughs) It stinks. (laughs) But it's funny. But anyways, happy new year's everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. We will see you in the new year. Cheers.
2: Hey guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind-the-scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise, including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks, and see you next time. We'll be right back. back.